just want to stay with this theme of a sound mind. I shared this in Tuesday morning prayer at 7 a.m. Just turning my Bible to 2 Timothy chapter 1. This phrase is given in context to a spirit of love and power and a sound mind that God has given us. As a people, I walked into the prayer room on Tuesday and I just had a dream that night. And in the dream, I was encouraging a group of intercessors and I was saying, when you pray, the spirit of depression is going to break over the next generation. And then as I was encouraging them, I kind of saw over here, I was, I was having a dream, but in the dream it felt like I had a vision of a young man, and he was in a bathroom, and the spirit of suicide was on him. And then I woke up. And so I, again, just in the dream, I'm encouraging a group of intercessors. I said, when you pray, you're going to break a spirit of depression over this next generation. And then in the dream, I saw a young man in a bathroom, and he had the spirit of suicide on him. And then I woke up. And it was confirmed as I went into 7 a.m. prayer, just with what Olivia was praying and what another intercessor was praying. And so... I just, I shared it and we contended for a, a, a spirit of, for breakthrough over this next generation concerning anxiety. And I was not planning on sharing this tonight at all. Even when we were in rehearsal, I didn't even remember what happened even yesterday. And then as Luna was singing this about peace, I remembered this dream. So I just went to invite you to stand. We're actually not going to sit back right now. We're going to contend right now. And I don't know how long we'll go with this, but I want just a few of you who have... uh, Actually, sit down just for a second. I want to share one verse. Stand up, sit down. You get your exercise, man. They say you need to squat 50 times a day to keep mobile. So you you just got one of them. You just got one of your squats, right? Go to Micah chapter 2. It says this in verse 12. Now this is Jesus, and this is something he's going to do when he returns to captive Israel. He's going to open up prison gates, and he's going to break open the prison gates, okay? And that's what we're kind of talking about right now. Jesus is the God of the breakthrough. And in Micah chapter 2, we actually see that his name is Breaker. That's one of Jesus' names. He's the Breaker. Amen? So I just want us to see this, just to stir our faith, and then we're going to go and we're going to pray this over this generation. Verse 12, it says, I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will gather the remnant of Israel, and I will set them together like a sheep in a fold, like a flock in a pasture, a noisy multitude. Now, just for a little bit of context here, some translations say, I will gather 
Jacob, and I will set them together like a sheep, like the sheep of Basra. And I'm not going to go into this, but I, I don't believe like this is like a, this isn't a pleasant gathering. But when you study the, the end time storyline, you see that a lot of, under the Antichrist's regime, that a lot of the children of Israel flee to Basra, but they're actually put in prison camps. Basra is modern day Jordan. And it says in Isaiah 63 that when Jesus returns, he's going to return like a man of war and he's going to set those Jews free that are being persecuted by the Antichrist, okay? So that's the context of verse 12. Here's the one who sets free. It says this, the one who breaks open will go before them. Now the idea is he's going to break open prison camp doors. He's going to break open actual physical prison camp doors. And then what he does is he releases the breaker of anointing over the one that he breaks open. So he breaks open the doors and then it says, and they break through and pass the gate. So the God who opens the prison doors, he's actually going to anoint those Jewish people, put his spirit on him as they give their lives to him, and then they are going to break through the gate. Isn't that wonderful? But the, the King James says it like this. Uh, this is my favorite. He goes, it says, and the breaker shall go before them. It calls Jesus the breaker. That just fills me with Holy Spirit testosterone. Okay. The breaker goes before them, and then they break through the gates. And then it says this, and then their king passes on before them, and the Lord is at their head. Now, what Jesus is going to do in the natural, he does in the spirit before he manifests it in the natural, in his physical form, in his return. He is the God of breakthrough. It's not just something we say. It's something we need to believe. And I believe in the Spirit, He has authority to break this spirit of depression over this next generation. And it's, it's ravaging them, guys. It's, it's, it's an anxiety, depression epidemic. But what if there was a moment that they, what Luna was seeing, they saw clearly who Jesus was. That he's the glory and he lifts up their head and he lifts up their head to him and they see him and they're delivered from anxiety and depression. What if there's a group of intercessors that will say, we're going to contend and we're not going to settle and we're going to actually take the authority we have in the spirit and we're going to remove this spirit of depression through intercession and it's not us doing it, but we submit to intercession and then the Lord releases a spirit and he opens their eyes. Amen? Amen. So I just want to invite a few of you to pray into this. Let's just take a few moments and we're going to, again, I had no plan on going here, but I feel like the spirit just like tying that dream that I had on Monday night and this song kind of bringing it together. So can we pray? Is that good? Dan, do you want... Or in McKenna, do you guys want to share anything before we pray? Or do we just want to go right into prayer? Yeah, good. Uh, 
uh, the last several nights this last week, the Lord, we live by Cherry Creek High School, and the Lord has had um, McKenna to go to Cherry Creek, and she has been gripped, praying, breaking off suicide and depression and crying out for the salvation of our school. So I went and got her out of the youth room so she could pray and just release the sound that's inside of her. Yeah. Stand up. Yeah, Jesus, I just say right now in the name of Jesus, the spirit of suicide and depression and anxiety over these schools are broken right now in the name of Jesus. I say, enemy, you cannot have these schools any longer, elementary, middle, and high. I say it's broken, even college right now. The spirit of hopelessness and then just feeling forgotten right now. It is broken, Father. You reign over these schools. You walk these halls right now. I, I, I just saw like a vision of the Lord just taking these schools and flipping them up and upside down like revival. The Lord gave me a dream when I was in middle school of my middle school and the Lord like revival broke out in my middle school. Like literally principals were like on their face in the glory. And I've been interceding for that dream ever since. So Father, I say revival, smash these schools in the face. Father, revival come. Jesus reigns right now. I say prodigals are coming home. The song Ring and Robe by, um, I think it's Elevation Worship. Father, they are coming home into the kingdom. They are coming back. They are running home. Fathers are welcoming. The church is welcoming. We say, come home. Come home. You belong right now. The spirit is broken, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for that. I want to partner tonight with what Marcus is sharing, what Luna's been singing on Sunday morning and especially even last night. Some of you here were at Mario. And I heard on Sunday morning, the Lord said, I'm about to lift the veil. There has been such a, this in our nation where people have been calling wickedness good. And the Lord says they truly believe that because there's a veil sitting over their eyes. And the Lord said, I'm going to lift this veil over them. And it was coming right out of the spirit of 2 Corinthians 3, 14. When I hit Revelation 1 the other day, the revelation of Jesus Christ, I heard that Jesus is about to be revealed in this land in a way that is we've never seen before. So, Father, we just declare in the name of Jesus for those whose eyes have been veiled, at the revelation of Jesus, the bridegroom comes and to lift the veil. Father, we stand right now, even as our state is shaking under the glory of God. A thousand people saved last night. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that all of Colorado was being caught up in the glory. We thank you for the applied blood over America right now. We thank you, Lord, even as America deserves judgment, Lord, you are pouring out mercy. You're pouring out mercy upon a people who cannot discern their left hand from the right hand. Lord, you're pouring out mercy upon a people who have called wickedness good and good wicked because they've not been able to see. Father, we stand at this day and we declare the day of the Lord is manifesting in Colorado and in this nation. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. We declare Jesus be revealed in this state. Jesus be revealed in Colorado. And we speak the supernatural moment for the veils to be lifted and for eyes to see Jesus high and lifted up. The fear of the Lord has been upon me for several weeks. 
I hear the Lord said, I'm not about to raise up men and women. I'm not going to make names of men great. I'm going to make the name of my son great. There has been such a brokenness and a humility upon the church. For four decades, we have been crying out for the power of God. I felt today an imminent glory is coming because I have even, even been grieved in my own heart. Lord, why the need for such intense humility? Why the brokenness over the last six years? And he said, I'm releasing such a great glory in the land. What we have been crying out for four decades is about to be manifest. And the only one who will get the glory will be my son. The father is so jealous that his son gets the glory and that his son's name is manifest and that his son is revealed. That is what the spirit of the Lord is after for Jesus to be revealed him and him alone. So we stand with jealous hearts for Jesus' name to be revealed, for the Son of Man to be revealed in America and in Colorado. And Lord, we lay down our agendas, our personalities, our quirks, and our pride, and we say, Lord, release your glory on America and shake this nation to its very core. We prophesy that the very people who are sitting in blindness their eyes to be lifted, the veils to come off of their eyes, and they will see Jesus. They will see the Son of God. And we bless Colorado. Everything is shifting and shaking. And we declare that Colorado shall be saved. Against the spirit of identity crisis. Yes, God. Um, this, I, I heard a message Thank just a couple days ago about the temptations of Christ. And he had just come from God putting his identity on him. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. And the first thing that the devil attacked was his identity. If you are the son of God, he attacked his identity. Our kids' identity is being attacked. They're being told from one side or the other, you get to pick whatever you want to be. That's not God's plan. So, Father God, right now, we claim your identity on our children. We claim your identity on each and every child who is confused, who is turning side to side, who is saying, I don't know who I'm supposed to be. God, you have named them from the beginning of time. You have placed your identity in their hearts. You have placed your spirit in their minds. And God, we claim that right now. We come against the spirit of confusion. We come against the spirit that would speak into their minds and whisper lies that they're not worthy, that they aren't capable of doing anything that's good. And Father, we come against that right now. We claim your identity. We claim these children as children of God who have been bought by the blood of Christ. And their identity is in you and in you alone. I want to do this. We're going to have a few more people pray. But I want Luna to take us back into those choruses. A sound mind. You saved, healed, delivered me. And we're just going to sing this over America, we're going to sing this over this generation. Just, I'm picturing that young man in the dream in a bathroom with the spirit of suicide on him. We're going to sing it right to that spirit. And it's going to break open. The veil is going to be removed. 
It doesn't take, I just want to encourage you guys, it doesn't take a lot. It takes a remnant, a green, and prayer for things to change. It takes a mustard seed of faith for things to change. There is enough faith in this room as we posture ourselves before the Lord and as we actually ask Him to do it, He will do it. We're going to ask in faith and we're going to receive testimonies that He did it this week. I guarantee. So let's go into singing this and then we'll go back into prayer. Thank you, Lord. I just want to pray some verses out of Isaiah 40 with this in mind, with the anxious and the depressed, this generation. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. He gives power to the weak and those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Father, you are the God with strength. You are the God of might. You are the one who is able to give strength to the weak right now to give strength to a depressed generation, to give might to a suicidal generation. God, we ask that you would come forth as the mighty shepherd, as the one who can gather these ones up in your arms. We ask that you would gather them right now. Be the lifter of their head as we are crying out. Your arm is not too short. You are mighty to save. We look to you. We call upon your strength and your might to deliver. Oh God, deliver these ones. No more fear, no more depression, no more suicide in Jesus' name. Lift these up with strength. Let them behold their God. Let them look and wait upon their God and let them rise up in strength. We say where the enemy wants them wiped out. Oh God, let them rise up as this mighty leaders of this next generation. Raise them up, oh God. Dreams in the night, visions in the day. Oh God, call them, call them out. Call them like Samuel heard the voice of the Lord in the night. We ask that they would hear the voice of the Lord in the night. Just like this young man in his bathroom. Oh God, let them hear the voice of the Lord in the night. Combating the lies of the enemy. That sound mind in the name of Jesus. That they would not hear the accuser. They would not hear the lies of the enemy. Truth go forth in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you are the breaker. We ask that you would break through like a raging flood. Lord, the enemy of darkness, the enemy of despair, the enemy of hopelessness, the enemy of depression and anxiety. Father, we ask that you would send your breaking anointing to break through like a powerful flood. We pray that you would destroy and you would rout out the enemy. Just as this young generation is, is beginning to learn your ways and beginning to walk in them, and the enemy's trying to silence their voice, Lord, we pray that you would break through and that you would carry them into their destiny, that you would carry them into their place of, of working as harvesters in your great harvest. 
Lord, we pray that you would bring freedom to their mind. Lord, that where there are voices and where there are lies and where there is darkness and a great veil, Lord, I pray that you'd rip the veil. Lord, I pray that you would silence the lies. Lord, we pray that you'd rebuke the enemy. Father, we pray that there would be a spirit, your Holy Spirit, that would bring freedom, that would bring a lifting of their head, that would bring fresh breath and fresh eyes and fresh perspective. Father, we pray that the hope of Jesus would become an anchor for their soul, that where life is tossing them around and and all these different things are, are trying to bombard them, Lord, I pray that they would have a strong foundation in Jesus. Lord, I pray that they wouldn't put their hope in other people or in other teachers or in other pastors or in worship leaders or in ministries. Lord, I pray that their hope would be in Jesus. Father, we thank you that you are at work. We thank you that you are sparking the enthusiasm and stirring up a group, a, a remnant, a, a group of intercessors to war tonight for a generation to war tonight for the young people of a region. Lord, I pray that you'd continue to awaken our hearts to cry out for what's on your heart. As you've seen these young people and as you've called them apart, as you've called them to yourselves, Lord, I pray that we would stand with you and pray your will over their life, that they would walk in deliverance, that they would walk in freedom, that they would walk in joy, that they would walk in power, that we would walk in soundness of mind in Jesus' name. Andrew just prayed a phrase and it reminded me that the Lord breaks through like an overwhelming flood. That's, that's what David confessed. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, he said, the Lord broke through my enemies like a powerful flood. That phrase is used another place in Isaiah 28. Just turn there. I'm just going to speak on it for a moment and then we're going to pray Isaiah 28 over this next generation. This is speaking of future Israel and they're going to find themselves making an agreement and it says with Sheol. They're going to, and they're going to make a covenant with death. Verse 15. It says, for we have made a covenant with death and we've made an agreement with Sheol. And they're making this agreement so that when the overwhelming whip passes through, it will not come to us. But Isaiah is giving revelation that when they make this agreement, and at the end of the day, this agreement will be with the Antichrist. It says this. It says, we've actually made lies our refuge and we have taken shelter in falsehood but here's God's response behold I am the one who laid as a foundation in Zion a stone a tested stone a precious corner stone a sure foundation that's Jesus God's response to them making an agreement with Sheol and with death is the anointing of his son as the cornerstone now look at this. This is what God's going to do. He says, I will make justice the line and I will make righteousness the plumb line. And here's what he's going to do. The hail will sweep away the refuge of lies and the waters will overwhelm. That's the same word. Will break through the shelter of lies. It says this. And then verse 18 
your covenant with death will be annulled and your agreement with Sheol or with hell will not stand. Say hallelujah. So if God is going to do this when he returns with his people Israel, he wants to do this with his people now. He always reveals what's to come so that we can, so he reveals his nature and his character and we can cry out for that same nature and that same character now. So God, we turn to you right now. This generation, they're making covenants with death and they're agreeing with hell. Lord, you see it. You're not scared. You're not overwhelmed. You're not discouraged. You're not dismayed because this is your response. You are going to rise up and you are going to sweep away the refuge of lies. Holy Spirit, right now, we ask you to sweep away the refuge of lies. Sweep away the refuge of TikTok. Sweep away the refuge of social media. Sweep away the refuge of YouTube. Sweep away the refuge of distraction. Sweep away the refuge. And Lord, we ask that they would encounter the precious stone. They would encounter the sure foundation. It says, whoever believes in this will not be put to shame. Lord, we believe in this. Whoever believes will not be put to shame. We believe in your power. We believe in your grace. We believe in your spirit. God, right now, sweep away the refuge of lies. Lord, everything that Dan was praying, Lord, remove the veil over the next generation and crash in like an overwhelming flood. God, we say sweep them up in your presence. Sweep them up into ministry. Sweep them up into evangelism. Sweep them up into the works of God. Sweep them up to re to vows and resolutions in their heart to do good in their generation. Sweep them up in the work of faith with power. Sweep them up in the work of faith with power. And Lord, we pray this, that you would break their covenant with death. Lord, where they are making agreements with death, where they are making agreements with the Spirit of the air, where they are making agreements with the spirit of disobedience that is at work right now in the earth. Lord, we ask you, break the covenants. Break the covenants. Cause them to cry out, Jesus, save me. Break the covenants in Jesus' name. We just call you again. You're the breaker. You're the breaker. You're the breaker. You're the breaker. We call upon the breaker to break the covenant of death and break their agreement with hell. We just say, Isaiah 28, verse 18, your agreement with hell will not stand. We say that over these young men in bathrooms with spirits of suicide, these young girls in bathrooms with spirits of suicide, your agreement with hell will not stand. Will not stand. Will not stand stand. God is going to overwhelm you. We just prophesy right now. God is going to overwhelm you. God is going to sweep you up in his presence. 
God is going to give you a hope and a future. God is going to place inside of you Jesus, who is the hope of the future experience of eternal glory. Eternity is going to sweep you up. Lord, I pray that you would break in and you would reveal the purchasing power of the blood of Jesus Christ and redeem it all and turn it all around. God, I ask you for McKenna's dream. Middle schools that are sweeped up in the power of God. Lord, we pray right now for CV High School and we pray for DC. We say sweep up those high schools in the power of God. Sweep up those high schools with the testimony of Jesus. Sweep over those high schools with a spirit of prophecy. Lord, let them burn for Jesus. Do something in Castle Rock where young men and young women where it's easy to find deliverance. Do something in Castle Rock where young men and young women step into this county, step into the city, and it's easy to find deliverance. It's easy to find deliverance. And God, I thank you for the Christian counseling movement that is rising up. God, I pray that you would anoint them with power. I pray that they would Start seeing and receiving testimonies of God's breaking in. I am leading them to the Word, and the Word is transforming their hearts and their minds. Lord, I say, I, I ask you to give these Christian counselors dreams, to give these Christian counselors visions, and they would call forth these young men into who, and these young women into who they are. Lord, break this agreement with Shield. Let's just. We're going to go in. Let's just in a place of agreement. Let's go back to singing the song. So anointed. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for a sound mind. I wasn't going to share this either. It sounds like we took a pre-service prayer. We were going one direction, but the Lord always takes us on a better direction, right? It's it's great. I wasn't going to share this, but... um, I think we're all at one point or another in our life a victim of identity theft. I love what Lori shared. We have a generation that just absolutely does not know who they are as sons and as daughters. Because of my background, I'm going to share a quick testimony and then I'm going to pray. Because of my background in sports, I spoke at a lot of high schools and middle schools up and down the front range at uh, FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes it was an open door into public school to release the word of God I was at a high school I was invited in to speak and they'd had three suicides in one semester wow And I prayed and I interceded and I contended for the hearts of the children in that school. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, he said this, what what is the opposite of fear? Because I could see fear and anxiety over the entire school as I prayed. I said, it's love, God. He said, they contend for love. 
So I went in to speak, and now you have to understand the people. We're in a, I'm in a public school, and there's a group of, of kids here, and every denomination, every theology, every doctrine is probably represented in the room. It's probably better part of 100 kids in the room. And I started to preach love. And demons started manifesting. Demons of death started to manifest in the room. And I continued to, to prophesy that the baptism in the spirit of love would consume everybody in the room. And more demons started to manifest in the room. Shrills, shrieks, yells, yelps, all of it came out. I had five football players on the back row, all contemplating suicide. I found this out afterwards. All contemplating suicide together as five. And they started manifesting and shaking in their chairs in the back row. And I started to prophesy the life and identity that they had in Christ. They've been showing up to meetings all this time, but never knew who they were. They just needed someone to come and tell them who they were. This is the watchman on the wall. This is us right now in this hour speaking identity over a generation. I remember seeing this vividly. I had an open vision. I thought I was actually, yeah, I thought I was going bonkers. She was an Asian girl, a Japanese girl in the front row. And I had a vision of her praying in front of every single locker in the school. And I started to prophesy what I saw over her. And she started to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And all the demons that had just been delivered, then those same people, those same kids, started getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. I had a whole room of kids getting baptized, not only delivered, but then baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, it came from this one. It wasn't me showing up with a word or me releasing anything. It was this young lady who had stood before every single locker in the entire high school and prayed over it so that that one day people could get delivered and know who they were and then meet their true maker. And woo, oh, shakadabha. And then feel the fire of God come upon their bodies and never be the same again. I can tell you that I went back to that school to to share at another date later. And the test, all we did the entire time, we shared testimonies. I just had them line up and I, it was months later. It was the next semester actually, now that I remember. And so I just had them come up and they started telling testimony after testimony after testimony. And then the ones that weren't there before actually got caught in the middle of whatever was on them as they told their testimony. Lord, I thank you. I thank you even for the spirit of life, God, that rests upon McKenna Yakely right now, Lord. I thank you, God, she carries a breaker anointing, Lord, like no other. Lord, she speaks on behalf of a generation, Lord. God, I thank you that you're raising up warriors. You're raising up Deborah's. You're raising up Deborah's, God, to go into the schools and to intercede and contend for the life of our children, Lord. Those that can speak at the same level and have be peers, not us, maybe in a different generation that can do the same and have the same power and authority, but it comes from a different place, Lord. I thank you that perfect love, God, cast out all fear. 
perfect love cast out all anxiety, Lord. God, we contend that the spirit of life, God, we spirit, the spirit of life, that it would rest upon every single school, Lord, and every single kid, and every single child and young adult, God, in this generation. God, I thank you that they would meet you, Lord. God, I thank you even as they get healed and even as they get set free, they would be like those that all got healed, the 10 that got healed before Jesus of leprosy, Lord. They got delivered, yes, they got, they got, they got uh, healed of leprosy and it's the one that came back, thankful and grateful. I thank you that this will be a generation, God, that will learn thankfulness and gratefulness. And that they would come back before Jesus, just like the one. And Jesus said this, he said, weren't there 10 of you? Where are the other nine? And it says in that moment that, that he became whole, mind, body, and spirit, sozo, he was completely healed from head to toe. Not just healed of leprosy, but God, he, he was healed of, of, of being in his right mind. I can't imagine having leprosy and being an outcast and walking like that for so many years and then being healed of leprosy and then being healed in his mind, realizing who he was and whose he is in Christ. So Lord, I thank you right now for mind, body, and spirit, for wholeness and completeness, God, to be released over a generation. Not just to have a sound mind, God, but to have a sound spirit, Lord, and a sound soul or heart, Lord, that it would be healed, they would be healed from head to toe, Lord. God, I reverse the operation of anything that that, that devices are doing to our kids' minds, Lord. God, I reverse the curse right now. God, these devices, right? These devices, they serve a a great purpose. They're like a computer. They're a tool. That's all they are. Lord, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us that we've treated them as something else, Lord, as an idol. God, even the older generation, this is just not the new generation and the younger generation, the millennials and the Gen Zers, Lord. This is all generations. They've been caught up. God, I just... I canceled the deception, Lord, of the dopamine fix that comes from social media, Lord, right now, over a generation. That instant gratification, that instant stardom, that instant instant whatever it is, God, that feels, that, that makes this generation feel like they have to be identified in that category rather than being identified on who they were. Recently, I had a word for somebody here in this church on a, uh, on a Sunday morning, and the Lord said, your identity will, will announce you. Your identity will announce you. Your stardom doesn't need to announce you. Your, your great speaking or wisdom or Hollywood or movie star staff or any of our professional athletes, none of it announce you. Only the Spirit of God that will announce you in your identity will come a revival over a generation. So Lord, I thank you for that, that a spirit of revival, God, would enter in in this hour. It would enter in that you, we, you would move so- sovereignly, Lord, amongst your children in this hour. God, we pray and we contend. Even out in this summer of Maranatha, Lord, in that tent, whatever's taking place in that tent, God, 
is storing up treasures in heaven and co collecting in the bowl the, the, the prayers and the, the championing of, uh, of children's hearts that are taking place in that tent every morning, Lord. I thank you for the communion revival that's coming. I thank you for the communion that's taken every single morning. As they take communion, Lord, I thank you that they're getting healed. Start with our neighborhood, Lord. Every single house in the neighborhood, Lord, start there. Why not? God, I thank you that people would be awakening, uh, that they'd be awakening from their slumber in the morning to get their morning cup of coffee. Even these houses that face here, that God, they would wake up and go, I don't know what's different, but I feel different today. God, would it start there? Would it start with our own neighborhood? Would it start with the community right here? Everything within. God, I, I, I don't know why. I know the 120 mile radius was prophesied by Chuck Pierce. I'm seeing one mile. I'd say, I, I feel like God's saying, everything start with the one mile radius. I just see one of those protractors or the, the compass that goes around in a circle with the sharp point and a pencil attached to it. I see it going in a circle over and over and over again. I thank you for the one mile radius, God. We contend for families. We, can, we contend, God. God, we break off the spirit of divorce, Lord. The spirit of fatherlessness, Lord. 51% of kids are born out of wedlock. They're being born into fatherless homes, Lord. I break the spirit of fatherlessness over this generation right now. I break off the spirit of that orphan spirit over a generation. Over 50% divorce rate, Lord. We know that over 50% of the kids at least are walking in an orphan spirit because one will decide uh, on one side rather than the other, Lord. God, so I pray it right now, the one mile radius. We pray blessing over every home. God, I pray your blessing over every home. God, would your glory come to these homes where they wake up and not just wake up to a cup of coffee. I don't know why I'm seeing that. They're waking up to a cup of coffee. I see a cup of coffee in people's hands. And it's like, they're almost like they're drinking in the, the spirit of Jesus as they drink their coffee in the morning. Let that be the case, Lord. Let them not know what hit them, Lord. Let it be unexplainable in their own words, in their own language, so only you get the glory that it couldn't be explained by natural words or language or thought processes, Lord. We thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, I'm in the marketplace a bit, and uh, people are just really struggling, so I just kind of want to open this up to praying for... Um, really not not just uh pre-believers but also uh people that may they're probably saved but if they're not like so intimate with jesus they're just struggling and um so i'm just gonna pray out of uh second timothy and one of the uh, things that god just really highlighted that i'll get to but that jesus our life giver dismantled death praise god Oh, precious Lord, we lift up your beloved sons and daughters. We lift up those that you're calling into the kingdom of God, that they would transfer from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. God, anoint us, anoint your people, anoint your body, raise your bride up, that she would go out to the byways and, the, and that she would go out and she would share the love of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your great grace your love, 
and the total well-being that we have in Christ. Thank you for this sound mind that you've called us to. God, we're seeing so many that are so anxious and full of stress and suicidal and depressed and that the depression is destroying their marriages and their children and kids are getting abused. And God, there's just the just the world, people that don't know you, that aren't in your lap, God, that they just, they're just falling apart at the seams, God. They need you so badly. And God, we hold the words of life. God, help us to deliver the words of life and dismantle death with the life giver of the Lord Jesus that we carry. God, give us strategies, give us anointing, give us the leading of your Holy Spirit, how to deliver the deliverer, how to bring him into the conversation, that these people would be set free from the strategies of the enemy. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would fan us, your body, your people into flame. You would rekindle the fire of the spirit of God that you have imparted to us, the spirit of God that is upon us. Thank you, Lord God, that you have never given a one of us the spirit of fear, but you have given us the Holy Spirit who gives mighty power, love, and self-control. Lord, we are not afraid of man. We live for you. God, flow through our lives for the salvation and deliverance of wholeness of your kids, the people created in your image that are you are calling into sweet intimacy with you. Thank you, Lord, that you have overcome every evil. It's by the revelation of the power of the living God. You have given us resurrection life and drawn us to yourself. And in the name of Jesus, we speak the drawing of these depressed and suicidal and discouraged ones. Draw them in Jesus' name with your marvelous grace, your marvelous grace. Lord Jesus, you are the life giver. We declare the dismantling of death in the lives of believers, the lives of the unsaved, and we claim them for the kingdom of God. We pray for revelation light to come upon them. Lord Jesus, you are the life giver and we bring your life everywhere we go. God, I pray for a gazillion divine appointments for all your kids, specifically all over Colorado. God, that we would just could not contain ourselves, that we just have to share the love of God everywhere we go. Amen. I wanted to declare this. If we could just stand to our feet. Tracy was praying. And I just heard this in the spirit. We need to release this, this sound. It's coming off of the heels of a conversation I had with a demoniac two nights ago. That was manifesting on me so immensely. Cursing. And the power of God hit him. Boom. And arrested him. And the witchcraft that was operating over him was rendered null and void in just in a moment. And he was set into his right mind. 58 years old, he's been bound probably 40 years of his life. And Tracy was praying. I heard this. The very power that was working of the Asherah poles and the spirits of Baal. 
that had put a witchcraft spell over six million Jews. When Elijah took his, took his stand on Mount Carmel, the power of witchcraft was tied and it could no longer operate. They couldn't conjure spirits. They couldn't create a fire. Things that worked before. They weren't doing these things in hope. They had seen these things effective. And in the moment on the day of the Lord, when God was about to send fire in the mountain, he caused the spirits of Baal to be stripped of their authority. And when Tracy was praying, he said, I'm about to strip the power of sorcery, incantations, spell casting, the things of enchantment that are hanging around necks, the things that are happening through wizards and warlocks, even cartoons that our children have been watching where there's been spells cast upon them. The Lord said, I'm about to come in because that's where the door has been for suicide transgenderism and confusion this witchcraft has laid waste to a sound mind but the Lord said I'm answering by fire and I'm rendering the spirit of witchcraft null and void and I'm going to answer by fire and I'm I heard him I'm going to hogtie the enemy and the enemy will not be able to conjure its spells anymore because I'm releasing a blessing and Elijah and we've always thought he was by himself he was not alone in this there were 7,000 others who had a voice and had the ear of God. And God answered 7,001 voices. And that very small minority had God's ear to intercept and to intervene for 6 million Jews. And delivered the Jews on that day. And the prophets of Baal and Asherah were cut in half. And then, and then Jezebel and Ahab were stripped of authority and their final demise was 20 years later at the hands of Jehu. So we're living in the day of the Lord. So Father, we declare in the name of Jesus. These spells and incantations, things that have been effective, that have troubled and vexed our teenagers. Father, we declare in Jesus' name sorcery that have come through our televisions. Father, we declare the day of the Lord into our houses, into our schools. We declare breakthrough upon campuses, sudden breakthroughs, Lord. You have heard the sound of the remnant who have been intervening over entire regions of schools. People prayer walking and discerning and crying out, Lord, the day of the Lord is at hand. And we declare the spirits of darkness are bound in the name of Jesus and fire is coming upon the mountain and we declare that you're going to set a generation back into their right mind and fully clothed again the Lord the demoniac could not keep himself from falling at the feet of Jesus and we declare the drawing anointing on the son of God he's being lifted up into our state and being lifted up in America even as the demoniac could not resist Jesus but ran and threw threw himself at his feet. We declare this generation is running and are throwing themselves at your feet. And we prophesy a massive harvest of souls in our schools starting even this semester. Father, breaking out into every elementary, every middle school, and every high school in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare you are laying waste to the spirit of darkness. And Jesus is being lifted up. Be lifted up, Jesus. Hallelujah. We declare there's going to be a great burning of the crystals. 
a great burning of the incantations, the books, a great burning of the past lifestyles, Lord. It's a great day of the Lord. Lord, let the smoke of the burning witchcraft come out of our state in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, they're saying right now, this has been going on for eight years. For the last eight years, anywhere between 15 to 25,000 Muslims a month are being saved in the nations of the earth through dreams and through actual revelations of Messiah appearing to them. On the smallest scale, that's 1.4 million, up to four or five million people, just Muslims that have gotten saved just through dreams or revelations. So, Lord, we just declare from tonight until the beginning of school, break out into our homes upon our kids. Dreams, revelations of Messiah. We know even Job says that we lay upon our bed in that sleep state. That's the place that you can press through pride and blindness and speak to our inner man. Lord, even as you are manifesting on Marcus with dreams, I believe that's prophetic. The Lord, what you are doing in him through revelation, Lord, release it upon our young people. Dreams and revelations of Jesus breaking out even God in witch covens in the darkest of places. I heard of a warlock the other day who was in the middle of a seance and Jesus walked into his seance and he got radically saved. I have a family member who was tripping on mushrooms and saw Jesus and gave his heart to the Lord. He was. He was seeing demons and Jesus showed up and he got totally saved. So Father, we thank you for the breaking in of Jesus. Jesus, this is all about you. This is a Jesus revival. Your name is being lifted up. We thank you that all of our nation is being saved and all of Colorado is being saved. Lord, save our teenagers. Crush into our schools this semester. Break into our schools and hit the teachers and the administration. Campuses lit ablaze for your glory, Lord. What a, we have one more sister that wants to share something, and then, and then I'll just close us with a few exhortations. So I was just going to share um, 1 Peter 2.9, and this is from the New Living Translation. And it says, you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Lord, I just want to lift up this generation to you, and I thank you that you have chosen them. Lord, I just want to lift up our schools to you. Lord, I've seen too many kids in the schools as a teacher that are depressed. Lord, Lord, we just, we just ask that you bring the Bible and praying back into the schools and take out what the enemy brought in in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up broken homes to you. We lift up the children that don't know who they are, the ones having an identity crisis. Nobody's telling them who they are. Lord, bring those people into their lives that will lead, lead them to knowing you as Lord and Savior so they will know who they are. 
Lord, let them learn that they can be healed through the healing balm of Gilead and that they can be set free through you and your blood. We give you all the glory and praise. We love you, Jesus. Amen. I said I was going to end with an exhortation, but what was your name again? Christy? Christine or Christy? Christy, okay. Christy has a testimony here, and uh, this is powerful. Go ahead, Christy. I'll be quick. Um, I just, my, my son um, went, their dad and I got divorced when he was very little, and um, he was, from that point forward, pretty severely abused in every way. And um, as a result, he was identifying as a female. For seven years, he identified as a female, and you don't get used to seeing your son in bright red lipstick and high heels. You just don't. And we prayed, and we prayed, and um, he would come into contact with us, and then he'd leave contact. And he never had any drug problems or anything, but he'd live on the street. So um, as we pressed in and really started prolling down strongholds, uh, he, he, within a couple of days, he came back, started talking to us again. He started reading the Bible, still fully identifying as a female. Um, and we got him an apartment, and he was in the apartment one night, and he struggled with horrible night terrors. And his anxiety hit him really, really hard, and he was in the middle of reading the Bible. And he got up to get a knife that he slept with. And he heard a voice say, just be with me. And so he laid back down, and all of his anxiety left, and his night terrors left. And um, about a week later, I went to pick him up to come to dinner, and he came out in blue jeans and a blue t-shirt. And uh, he gets in the car, and he's so full of joy. He called me the next day after the Lord had encountered him to, to tell me what happened. And his voice hadn't he was suicidal. He had had multiple suicide attempts. He was not full of joy until this morning. And his voice was so full of joy that it was contagious. So the next week, he comes out. He gets in my car, and he says, uh, Mom, I, w- I was going to wait till I got to your house, but I just wanted to tell you now. I wanted to tell you that God told me I could be a really good man. And he said, There you are. And he called him by name. And... Um, Yeah, so when we talk about encounters, when we talk about dreams, it's real. Yeah, so Lord, what you did for my son, do for this generation. Come to them in their dreams. Come to them in their anxieties, in the midst of the pain, in the places that they're orphaned, Father. Come and father them like you did my son. In Jesus' name. Tracy said, what you do for one, you'll do for another. Do it again. Christy, thank you for sharing that testimony. Wow. And that's a great place to end right there. We're done. <laughs> Luna, thank you for playing and getting some calluses on your thumbs. All right, we love you guys. What a beautiful night. Um, we'll just contend. We'll just keep contending on Wednesday nights and asking the Lord to do great things. Amen. Amen. Th- love you. Thank you for coming.